Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Friday, April 23rd. Today on the show, we take a look at the next week for the Nashville Predators as it pertains to the final playoff spot in the Central Division. You will hear from Tennessee great Ron Slay, his advice to recruits in college basketball right now, and a couple of teams that you should be watching this weekend. But we begin with how not to overreact to Tennessee's spring game on Saturday. Are you a person who lives in a home? If you are, then you need to know about the Kingston Group. They are Nashville's award-winning custom home and remodeling firm, locally owned, of course. And they do things like major remodels and custom homes. Imagine that. They make you money, they make you happy, they make you proud. And if you're a person who lives in a home, you should know about them. That's the Kingston Group. Check out their work at buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. Tennessee's orange and white game will be coming up on Saturday. South Carolina and Ole Miss also have their quote-unquote spring games this weekend, wrapping up all 14 spring practices in the SEC. And here's how I'm going to watch Tennessee's spring game and how I think you should watch Tennessee's spring game. Number one, and this goes for all spring practices, spring games for all teams, don't overreact. Everyone's going to lose their mind about everything. If you go listen to Fringe Element, by the way, our SEC podcast, Pat Dooley, the great Pat Dooley, told a story about a guy who caught like 16 passes for 250 yards under Spurrier in a spring game. And then in the post game, when he was asked about it, Spurrier said, oh yeah, he's ineligible in the fall. So just don't overreact one way or the other. Somebody who's great isn't going to be great. Someone who's terrible isn't going to be terrible. It's just a glorified practice. But here are two ways you can watch this game, two things that I'll be keeping an eye on. Number one, of course, understanding and command of the offense by the quarterbacks. Who is making the quickest and best decisions at the quarterback position? Because he who can operate the fastest in that offense is probably going to have, and make the best decisions, is probably going to have the inside track to the starting job. Hendon Hooker is the odds-on favorite. But really, honestly, nobody is all that spectacular, so I would not be surprised if anybody stepped in and took that role. But that's one thing to watch. Number two... Watch the position groups. It's not about one individual player, Jabari Small at running back or whatever, but the secondary, the receiving core, the offensive line, and the backfield. Those four position groups have a chance to see some talent develop this year. I'm very concerned about the linebackers in the front seven. Maybe don't even pay attention to them. But who's playing where on the offensive line? Who's playing where in the secondary? Who's making plays at receiver and, and in the backfield? There are some position groups that are worth watching. So two things I'm watching here without overreacting for Tennessee's orange and white game this weekend. Number one, which quarterback has the best command of the offense, making the best and quickest decisions? And number two, pay attention to a couple of position groups, the offensive skill guys, the offensive line, and the secondary. Have a chance to see some nice pieces develop there this year. Let's see what they look like on Saturday. Otherwise, it's just a great day to celebrate your alma mater, celebrate your favorite team, pretend that you're tailgating at a, at a football game, barbecue with your friends, throw the football with your kids. Otherwise, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy the fact that you're either at the stadium or pretending that a football game is happening because that's really what spring games are all about. It's about the kids. It's about the family. It's about the vibes. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Don't take anything too seriously. The Nashville Predators are back on the ice Friday night in Chicago against the Blackhawks, and they will do so with at least some good news to go with that god-awful taste in their mouth from Wednesday's debacle. Dallas lost Thursday night to Detroit in a huge missed opportunity for the Stars to catch the Predators in the Central Division standings. So as it stands heading into the weekend, Nashville is up by a slim two points. 
The two will meet next weekend in their final matchup of the season, and what happens between now and then will likely decide who gets the final playoff spot. Nashville will play just three times before that game, getting both Saturday and Sunday off this weekend before two games at home against Florida on Monday and Tuesday. Then the Preds will get two more days off before the huge meeting with Dallas on Saturday. Meanwhile, the Stars, who lost Thursday while Nashville rested, will play Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday before coming to Bridgestone next weekend. It's the age-old sports riddle of rest versus rhythm. Nashville is getting lots of time off over the next week, while the Stars have to face Carolina twice and Tampa once. But that also means opportunity for the Stars to pick up points. Nashville has eight games left, Dallas has ten, and statistically the Stars are favored to take the fourth and final playoff spot as of Friday morning. But only slightly. And if Nashville can get some help, like they got on Thursday night, and keep winning, the Preds can absolutely make the playoffs for the seventh consecutive season. They just have to stop giving up three-goal third-period leads. Puck drop tonight against Chicago is at 7 p.m. Without any Preds games and one week before the NFL draft, we've got a relatively quiet weekend in Nashville sports. So there should be no excuse for you not to carve out a few minutes on Saturday afternoon for a nice matinee soccer match at Nissan Stadium. Nashville SC's second match of the year will begin at 1 p.m. against Montreal, and after the best offensive showing in club history last weekend, fans have plenty to be excited about for Saturday's game. There's no excuse not to tune in. Out west, the Grizzlies have lost two straight and just blew a big lead to the Clippers, but are still sitting in the final playoff spot in the Western Conference and got Jaron Jackson Jr. back in the lineup. Memphis's second-best player will play just his second and third game of the season on Friday and Sunday this weekend against the Portland Trailblazers. The Blazers are just a few games up on Memphis in the standings, and now is the time for the Grizzlies to go on a run. There are only three weeks left in the regular season, and Memphis's roster looks better today than it has all season. Let's see what they can do. And just like with Nashville SC, there is no real reason not to check them out. They are a young and fun team that is fighting for their second straight playoff berth. Grind City, y'all. It's worth watching. Former Tennessee great Ron Slay was our guest on Lamestream Sports, our sports business and media podcast here on the 440 Sports Network, out on Fridays. And he told so many great stories about Tennessee, Al Wilson, the football team from back in the day, playing in Europe, going to parties in Europe with soccer players, John Henderson thinking about suicide, a lot of really awesome storytelling from Ron Slay on this week's episode. But he had a really interesting message that I wanted to convey to young recruits. And I asked him, I said, what would you tell yourself today if you were a 16-year-old recruit going through that process again? I would tell my 16-year-old self, man, block out all the noise and it would be way more difficult now than it was then but as much as possible block out the noise man and make your decision based on the relationships that you form especially with the media like I had some great relationships with guys like Chris Lowe guys like Jim Wyatt you know that were that were um that were covering me like Joe Bildo rest in peace like guys like that that those were the guys that you're like, man, okay, they don't really treat you bad, you know, and you got to think about that. When you get to the next ranks, you get to college, these are going to be the same guys writing about you because they're moving up in the ranks as as you are, you know. So I would say think about that, man. And also when picking a school, think about your life after basketball because I think a lot of kids today are caught up on it's the NBA and it's professional or it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's not going to make it. This is a needle in the haystack. You know what I'm saying? But 
with social media being caught up in that and having all the friends and all these people creating blogs and you really think it means something that doesn't mean anything. Like it's great that they have it going on, but this doesn't mean anything for your outcome. Like you getting right about Joe blows sports blog. He has you ranked at number two in the nation. Nobody's even looking at that, but you put it on there, you get to retweet and you start blowing your head up thinking that, Oh, this is what it's about. You know, you start to think you're bigger than you are. So block that out. Remain humble and listen to the people that are in your circle. That's that's the biggest thing. And it's always a guy out there that'll be honest, which is hard to cipher through. But Jim Wyatt was a guy that always kept it real with me. Chris Lowe was a guy that kept it real with me. And they would tell me little things like, hey, Slay, you are now. Was I listening? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they would they would always pull me to the side after an interview and be like, hey man, you should try to do this, you know, kind of watch this. They're watching that. So those are the guys, man, I think that are important. You know, you can find um, you can be a sponge to everything that you come across. And I think those guys, media play a big part in that. So you got to watch your relationships with them and you got to watch who's out to get something for them and not necessarily looking for the benefit of you. Savvy sound advice from Ron Slay, folks. That dude, I was lucky enough to know him in college, had a couple classes with him, just a super savvy dude, understood even the media landscape back then was fascinated by the media and, and guys like Bob Kessling when he was in school. And now, of course, it's not a surprise at all that he's got a media career. So if you want to hear a lot more from Ron Slay, please go check out the show, Lamestream Sports, everywhere podcasts are found, out every Friday on the 440 Sports Network. Smash and share, baby. Special thanks to our wonderful sponsors, the Kingston Group, of course. BuildKG.com is the website. Make sure you go check out their work. They are Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. And if you live in a home, you need to know about them. So go check out the website, buildkg.com. If you're in the market for a remodel or a major custom build, make sure you know the name, The Kingston Group. Buildkg.com is the website. That's buildkg.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.